Hi y'all, welcome to Adult Conversation by Blue. This is Blue Ridley. I am coming to you again in the shower. So yeah, all that background noise is the water running down on my back because it is quite cold outside where I'm at. And I'm pretty sure wherever you're at, it's cold, it's winter, um, it's the winter months. And so all I've been trying to do is hibernate and... Sometimes that's not happening, but sit down, let's chit chat, I'm not sure how this um, episode's going to go. Um, I've been trying to, okay, so let me say this, there's going to be some house cleaning, some updates, um, I've been trying to record for a while, but I haven't had the motivation, like I have so many topics going through my head, but I'm dealing with some personal issues at work at my day job and so it's kind of left me in a very funky aura plus um you know things with my love life or lack thereof has kind of took a turn and so I'm I'm trying to find some kind of equilibrium or, or something like that. I don't know if you could hear it in my voice. Like recording right now, I can hear that my voice is not as strong as it is. It has a lot of emotion in there, a lot of bass in there. But anyhow, we're going to get through this. This might not be a long podcast like I wanted it to be. And maybe I'll address it at another later date. But actually on this podcast, I know everyone has either seen or heard of this surviving R. Kelly and um, if you haven't and you're listening to the podcast basically um, R. Kelly is accused allegedly of manipulating teenage teenage women and kind of like initiating them into his cult and doing really um to the public disgusting things to these kids. Years ago, a video circulated with R. Kelly peeing on a 14-year-old girl. And so um, he was once married to late singer Aaliyah at the age of 15. I think that should have been a trigger for some people to realize, like, this is a grown man who's marrying a 15-year-old. However, I randomly learned that the state that I'm in with adult consent, 16 is okay to get married. Um, and a famous person back in the 1800s, he was 47 and he married his wife and she was 16 and they had 16 kids. <clears throat> so, you know, <coughs> back then it was okay. Um, now it's a lot different because pretty much he's a predator. And he's seeking out these young women, manipulating them and holding them hostage or holding them in his possession. He's been abusive, all that stuff. So I say all that to say that (coughs) my thoughts on this is when I think about BDSM and this is this probably isn't a kink thing, but. It will gear towards King because um, <clears throat> for a while, most young girls who get into kink are initiated into kink. Some. I'm not going to say all. I'm going to say some. 
there is a portion. So, you know, you have like the, th the three, 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 and then that one percent. So <clears throat> you have the, I want to say 60 percent go willingly into kink because they're fascinated by it. They've done some research. They have this innate thing inside of them. So they gear towards kink. However, even though they have it in the back of their mind in that box that you keep in the back of your mind, you know, you tend to um, get initiated by a guy that you meet. You know, you go, you meet him, he takes you out, he's into some kind of kinky activity and he tries to initiate it with you. You get into it, you like it, some might not like it, you try something different. It's just basically how you really got into kink. And so I, from my own personal experiences, I basically got into kink due to my inner voice that kept telling me that I liked rough sex, I liked bondage, I liked, um, you know, latex. I, there was just a fascination. Was I initiated to some form of kink? Yes, I was. At the age of 22, I was initiated via group sex. One where I did not consent to, but I was in a position of, if I don't do it, he could hurt me. So that's pretty much what, how my situation happened. Um, and so when I was watching... Um, surviving R. Kelly and now I didn't watch the whole thing because um, due to lack of sleep and all bedtime has been tremendously early um, so I didn't get to watch all of it but from the gist of what I watched I watched two days worth of it and I realized like all these girls were seeking something and he was providing what they were seeking at the time and they were young. They had adults around them that were looking for monetary gain. And so they kind of fucking pimped these girls out. And um, being a black woman and realizing that, you know, in the black community, we, I realized that we, uh, we tell men or young men that in order for you to be a man, it has to be set of some form of sexualness, you know. And let me let me say that more in detail. Um, your manhood is attached to your sexuality. So therefore, in order for you to be a man, you got to be out there fucking and doing this, and you got to be doing that geared towards sex. That's how you become a man is when you first have sex. That's the depiction that we're doing to our young men in our community and you know I can't speak on white men because I'm not a white man but I can speak on the black community because I am black and that's pretty much been the gist of it it's like that's what makes you a man instead of saying what makes you a man is allowing yourself to take care of you and respect a woman's decision when she says no or she says, this is wrong. I don't feel comfortable. You got to understand, you got to hear that word comfort and comfortability. If you're not hearing those words, then it's a go maybe. And if she decides to stop in the process, 
you still have all rights to stop yourself. That's what a man. A man is the one who takes responsibility for his own actions. Now, R. Kelly is denying all claims of sexual predatorness and whatever. He's saying, I ain't do this. These girls have their own mind. So they know if they want to leave, they could leave. They could do whatever they want to. Pretty much, he's saying, I ain't do it. And that's all good, you know. In a court of law, if he's brought to trial again, he will face this because there were numerous women who came out. And then one of them also came out saying that she was infected with an STD. He gave her um, herpes. So she's pretty much suing him and, you know, taking him to court and stuff like that. But that came to mind today as I started thinking about this um, episode and how I want to touch on it because I really don't want my episodes to gear too much on the political spectrum of things but it will I know at some point but this one really hit me because I want people to be aware of how we identify manhood how we identify getting into kink you know are we being initiated into kink is it something that we're consenting to Um, You know, and I've touched on this prior in different episodes of the podcast, but I really and I've been listening to a lot of podcasts um, that I do like horrible decisions. I love that podcast. Those girls are two kinky bitches, um, but they talk about real shit. They hit on the real topics and, you know, they do the kink of the day and stuff like that. And I just feel like, you know, they they really um, talked about how we view sexuality and how we view manhood and you know it's strange as a woman we we try to hold her her innocence for a long time because we value that virginity we value it and we say to um her this is your pearl this is your temple and how you give it is how you will be perceived throughout the rest of your life it's like we hold so much power and value on sexuality and 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 sex that we you know we forget to teach our children how to be respectful how to be kind how to be generous how to be empathetic how to 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 know all the other things that make you who you are as far as character goes because i think if r kelly had some kind of good character maybe he would understand what he's doing to these young women is not um it's not normal and I, when i say that i hate to say that word normal um because there's no such thing as normal cuz it's going to be what's normal to you is not probably going to be normal to me so i try not to use that word also what i realized with um this whole surviving r kelly thing is that we we try to manipulate people into doing what we want them to do. And R. Kelly is a great manipulator because these women fell for the whole situation. Um, I've been in situations where like I'm talking to a guy online, he's a, a he claims to be a dominant, he identifies as a dominant. And he's trying to manipulate me into taking my clothes off on camera or get on the live chat on Skype so that I can feed into his ego. One model I've always had is I'm not going to cater to your ego. 
So I suggest that we think about all the consequences that come along with what we're doing and basically learn from Surviving R. Kelly. If you've not watched Surviving R. Kelly and you have cable, I'm quite sure Lifetime has the docuseries on demand and you can probably catch up on it. I, I strongly suggest everyone, whether you are white, black, pink, yellow, green, I strongly suggest that you watch the docuseries not not to crucify him but to hear some of the things that women do when a man is showing interest in them it's how we are programmed to like cater to them and do this for them and you know um i was listening to a black girl experience podcast today and she said something that really struck a chord with me in a good way but it's really the truth. Women <clears throat> accept men with, with wherever situation they are in life. We, ex we accept them when they're broke because we think we can fix him and mold him. We accept when he's an abuser or he has baby mama drama. It's like we accept every little negative thing about him instead of asking or requiring a positive thing from a man. We are, we're prone to like want to fix it and I think that's a nature thing that we are the, the the mothers of the universe and so we we want to fix him and, and we fix him up for the other one and we do this for him for him um also the reason I want everyone to really watch surviving R. Kelly is due to the fact that I don't think anyone knows knew this um because up until now, R. Kelly's little brother was on, and his older brother was on the docuseries speaking out on their childhood. And the little brother stated that he was molested at seven or around that age group. And um, in the docuseries, he hadn't said who molested him. He said that he went to R. Kelly and he told him, you know, I'm being molested. He said who it's doing it. And he, the little brother said, and R. Kelly said, no, that's not true. That can't be true. Then it started happening to R. Kelly. However, R. Kelly liked the attention that it was, was given him from that person. So a few days after the docuseries, um, R. Kelly's brother when on a um, YouTuber's account, she does, um, you know, celebrity gossip. And she, she, she has receipts. So she gets interviews from the direct sources. She doesn't have word of mouth or he say, she say. She got it straight from the horse's mouth. And he alluded that his older sister was the molester. She was molesting R. Kelly and his brother. How? And, and it's strange because, and not really strange, but it's happened and it was also happening to her. She was molested. So it's a cycle that trickled down within their home. And so due to him being molested, he used that as a segue into these young girls. And he started pretty much projecting onto these women. Now, I... Had to, I had a conversation with my best friend about this and I said to her way before I found out that it was the sister I said to her I said you know it's so strange all the women that R. Kelly preyed on 
all have some similarity to them. Not only the age thing, because they were in the range of 15 to, to 19. Um, however, the way they looked, they looked a certain way. Like they all had this, this dark hue to them. It's like he had a type. And so he typecast these women. Um, his wife, his ex-wife, Andrea, she was dark skinned. Compared to what he was, you were suspecting him to like, because, honey, this black community, colorism is a thing in the black community. Because if you're light, you're better, and so forth. And so, black men usually gear towards lighter skinned black women, and some black men like darker skinned black women, but not too much will praise a darker skinned black woman. But R. Kelly had a type, and I started to think back when they showed the picture with him. And his siblings, his sister was the identifier for me. I don't know if anyone out there had seen it and realized like, oh, maybe it was a sister or whatever. But it just piqued an interest. And I think because I was sexually assaulted as a kid by a, a family member. And at the time, I didn't realize what it was because I was young. And I thought it was okay. I, I felt like inclusive. I wanted to be inclusive in the situation. And that, that's what happened. Um, and I've took that with me for the rest of my life and I probably will always take that. I'm working that out in therapy. Um, but yeah, that that's what I have on the topic of surviving R. Kelly. I stress and strongly suggest that you go ahead, you watch, you watch it. You know, if you want to talk about it in, in more detail or you've already exhausted talking about it like I have, don't even bother to comment on this podcast. But definitely like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. Share, tell your friends, support this sister. Um, I will, I, I don't want to say and commit to anything, but I am really, really emotionally um, in a turmoil. And so um, I'm trying to, to heal my mental state for right now. So if you don't see a podcast in the next few weeks, let, just know that I'm here. And I am on Instagram at Blue Ridley. Um, you know, come on over there. I will try to post as much as possible. And I really want to get involved more on Instagram, um, you know, and, and try to see where I can grow that platform as well as the podcast. So, yeah, um, definitely stay tuned. Um, I'm sorry if this podcast sounds like lackluster or whatever. But, yeah, as you can tell, like I, I'm, I'm drained, I'm exhausted and I'm trying to pull through. So once again, thank you for listening to Adult Conversation. Um, all the details for the podcast will be in the description bar. Um, I hope to see you guys in the next episode.